What is up, guys? The Real Void here. Uh, I wanted to invite you to my first ever Star Realms podcast. Uh, really, it's my first podcast ever. So if it seems like I don't know what I'm doing, it's because I 100% don't know what I'm doing. Um, but uh, I wanted to take this opportunity with Frontiers coming out to uh, what I want to do is I want to break down and talk about each and every card in the Frontiers set and uh, give you my thoughts and opinions and uh, predictions on uh, how strong cards are going to be or how weak cards are going to be and all that good stuff. I currently don't own a copy of Frontiers, but uh, I do um, have pictures of all the cards, and I want to give my thoughts and prayers on uh, each card. So I'm just going to dive right into it. I'm going to first thank uh, Mark Stang for uh, posting all these pictures. I'm just reading off the uh, the Facebook page of these pictures he posted. And, um, yeah, I want to give my opinion on, on these cards. So, without further ado, let's start with the one-cost cards. Uh, for um, the blue faction, we have Frontier Runner. It is a one-cost card. That gives two trade and two authority. So basically, it is a Federation shuttle that does not need to be allied, but only gives you two health. So, uh, pretty decent card as far as one card costs go. Uh, I myself, I'm a, I am a, uh, I'm a long game player. Um, when you know, in most situations, uh, I like to plan for. I like to plan for the long game, and uh, so cards that give health and trade are definitely in that wheelhouse. So, um, uh, like I said, it's like a Federation shuttle that you don't have to ally, and uh, that seems that seems pretty decent to me. Um, definitely a uh, definitely a earlier purchase. You wouldn't want to buy this card too. You know, even as far as mid-game, I think would be too late. But definitely, I would say within your first two reshuffles, uh, especially if you can get a hold of a lot of blue, um, that Frontier Runner would be a solid choice. You're guaranteed that um, that two uh, authority as opposed to having to having to ally to get four with a Federation shuttle. So solid, decent, solid, decent pick, I would say. Uh, as and um. As you'll hear from my later descriptions of these cards, I think it's the best um, one-cost card in Frontiers. But we'll get into more of that as we talk about the other four cards. Next up, we have Frontier Hawk for the Yellow Faction. It is a three-damage draw a card, then discard a card. So, um... I guess uh, there's not really other card to compare it to except for the um, uh, Colony Wars card that gives uh, two trade if you scrap it. So it's similar except there's no trade on this one. Um, I gotta be honest, I'm a little indifferent on this card. I think it's okay. I don't think I don't think this card would be great to buy um, within your first couple reshuffles because. It doesn't give any trade, and it doesn't actually draw a card without sacrificing a card. So, um, you know, early game, you're trying to you're trying to 
you're usually trying to scrap or store trade to build up to bigger, better cards. And, you know, unless you're, you know, drawing a scout and discarding a viper with, with, with this thing just to get a one gold advantage, you know, it, it really, um, doesn't seem too strong, like I said, within the first couple shuffles. Um, you know, maybe if you're, if your opponent, uh, has bought a couple bases early on, and, you know, this is one of the only damage options, you know, certainly this would be a viable choice to take early. Um, but I, I, I could actually see this card being a little more decent, um, in the mid-game, which is, um, you know, kind of strange for a one-cost card to be better later on than early, because that's usually not how the swing of things goes. But, you know, if, if, if it's mid-game, and, you know, you kind of got your engine going, you kind of got, you know, your cards drawn, you know, you don't, and you're not really looking to, uh, you know, store, you know, seven, eight trade, uh, to get a, to get a bomber, um, then, you know, this is essentially kind of giving you a redo on one of your scouts if you draw, you know, if you, if you, uh, draw this with a scout in your hand, you know, you basically, it's basically a free draw card with three damage, because then you just get rid of one of your scouts or a viper or something, and so, like I said, in that, re- in that regard, uh, I think, um, that's where it'll be stronger, um, is middle, mid-game, um, and of course, uh, yellow, super popular faction, when, uh, trying to finish people off, it's great for discards, great for drawing cards, so, um, you know, with, with it trying to, uh, ally with other cards, uh, big fan of yellow. Next we have the Stinger for the Blob Faction, green. And this is like a, a baby ram, uh, from Vanilla. It's three damage, three ally damage, scrap for one. Whereas the, what, the ram, I believe, is five damage, two ally damage, and scrap for three. So it's just a baby, um, a baby ram in every sense of it. It's just a, it's just a weaker ram all around, one cost. Um, again, I, I'm not a huge fan of this card, just at, at first glance. Um, Certainly for one cost, being able to do six damage is, um, it might, that might be the most damage of any card that I can think of. I know other blob cards can ally to do five, this one allies to do six. Um, scrapping to get one trade, I mean, you're never, I feel like you're not really going to be using this card to, you know, get your bombers. It's basically, I mean, if you scrap it, then it's, you know, no better than a scout. Um, this, yeah, again, this... This feels like it might be more better, more better. This might be a, a better card uh, in the mid game. You know, say if you have a whole bunch of green stored up and really just uh, trying to go for like a quick execute and look and uh, hog green cards to get ally abilities, uh, then maybe this would be an option. But it's definitely not good late game uh, because you know there's no draw factor. Um, Six damage is uh, late game. I guess that's that's okay, but you know, late game you really want stuff to be drawing. You want stuff to be giving authority. You know, stuff that's gonna you know help you last. And you know this. So uh, I can really only see this card being viable. It, like I said, if you're going just like a you know a st- extremely hardcore damage rush um, format, and uh, you know if this thing gets incorporated into like digital uh, the digital 
uh, version of the game and, you know, into arenas and stuff and certain certain decks get added to it. You know, I can see, like, it, you know, Damage Rush certainly is is a viable strategy in a lot of in a lot of uh formats. So um definitely a, a a card that I think is uh it it has its time and its place, but not I, I don't know, I can't I don't see myself but you know that being like a consistent buy for me. So on to our last one cost card, the red Builder bot, and I saved this one for last because I think it's a pile of shit. All right, it's a, it is a piece of dog doo doo. Um, if you thought repair bot was disappointing, wait till you invest in builder bot because I just think it's awful. I don't, I don't, I see myself rarely ever buying this unless I'm just trying to hog all the scrap on the board to uh, you know lock my opponent out of getting any sort of scrap. But because this just, I mean, this thing is essentially, it's a scout. Because, you know, it's got, you may scrap a card in your discard pile, you know. It's, you know, early on you have almost a 50% chance that you're going to miss it. Uh, if you buy this thing within your first um, two buys. Um, unless you, yeah, it's just, it's, if you somehow manage to get, um... 15 cards total after your first shuffle. It's five purchases within two... Five purchases with seven trade, which, I don't know, if there's a lot more one-cost cards out there, maybe that's possible. Um, that's going to be your best bet at using this the first time around, um, you know, get, or getting a use out of this uh, after your first reshuffle is uh, getting to 15 cards, but um, with no draws. Uh, other than that, you know, it... You're taking such a gamble trying to get this thing to scrap on its first draw, and then how many times has RepairBot uh, appeared for you guys uh, after a reshuffle? Like it's it's uncanny how how often you you know this thing doesn't get to scrap for you. So I guess I didn't even get jump into what it does. Uh, BuilderBot is uh, one gold. You may scrap a card in your discard pile. It allies for one gold and it scraps for two gold. So essentially. This thing allies to become a repair bot. That's exactly what it does. So it's one gold cheaper to get one less gold, but you can get that gold back if you ally it. So it is, you know, pretty much a scout. You know, unless unless you're trying to unless someone puts up an early base that you have to, um, you know, you have to kill. You don't want you know if they get like a bicycle early up and you know you don't want it to be out there. Then you can scrap it for two damage, and it becomes a lesser explorer. Uh, so this, you know, at a, at its core, this thing is a scout with an explorer uh, tr- uh, scrap ability, and uh, it becomes repair bot if it's allied with. And I just think, like I said, I I I don't see myself hardly ever buying this card because you know it. It's buying a card that only gives one trade seems counterproductive to me. You want to get rid of your scouts. Um, get rid of vipers first. We all know that. But get rid of. Uh, you want to get rid of scouts. And you know if you're not, you know, stockpiling red into your deck, then this card is just going to be useless. And even if you are, there's no guarantee that you're going to get the scrap out of it. So I think this card is just way too much of a gamble to uh, put into your deck. I think if you were going to put it into your deck. Um, you know, like I said, if you, if you had a ton of red 
and you know you're uh, you're you know you're just looking to hoard scrap, keep it from your opponent. Maybe buying the uh, well, if you're scrapping, I don't know. If I would say buy it after your first reshuffle, that way you know, like I said, you you do you are close to that like 15 card mark. Um, so maybe yeah, I would say after your first reshuffle, get to at least 15 cards. You know, buy this if you need it, if you need scrap, and then I would say if you get one scrap out of it then scrap this card. I think uh, it's too, you know, too risky to keep this thing. You know, after after a reshuffle and you buy it and then another reshuffle and you use it, you know, you're pretty much in a mid-game, going into late game. Um, and I think if you were able to get one scrap out of it, then it served its purpose and you shouldn't, you know, keep it in there and hoping it's going to scrap out more. I think it's just too risky. And, and if, you know, if you were to draw it and have it not... Um, be able to scrap your discard pile. Uh, it's just gonna, it's just gonna kill you. It's just gonna water your deck down. And um, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> it's a worse repair bot, and, I, and I, I, I seldom buy repair bots when I have to. All right, so that takes care of the one cost frontiers cards. Let's move right along to the two cost cards. Here we have. Uh, because we have two blob, one um, trade trade federation, one uh, star empire, and one machine cult. So two cost trade alliance, trade trade federation, trade alliance. I don't know what they're called. It's a three trade. If you have two or more bases in play, gain four health and draw. Uh, one card. So, pretty good card if you if you're set up. Um, I know getting those two bases, uh, you know, in play without getting destroyed and pulling this uh card can uh be be a hassle, especially if your opponent is savvy to that strategy and are you know working to counter your efforts to do so. It's uh so it's basically it's uh kind of like a varied version of an embassy yacht. Um, instead of instead of uh, draw two, it's draw one, and instead of two trade, it's three trade, and instead of four, um, or instead of three health, it's four he- four health four authority. Um, if you but only if you have the two bases, whereas uh, embassy yacht, you know, you get three health no matter what. So. Uh, I, I do like this card. Again, I kind of like this card. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, buy this card just to build a base strategy. Um, I like this card just because, for one, it's blue, and a lot of my strategies involve incorporating blue, and it's a three-trade card, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with a three-trade card, you know, with, with nothing going for it. You know, three-trade on one card. Uh, if you can get it early on, is pretty strong. And like I said, um, even if you never faction the two bases, or, you know, get the two base bonus from this card, it still factions with blue. And blue is authority gain, blue is trade, um, blue is usually draw. Like, I just like it, the fact that it's blue and not any other color, because that, that's a color that I'm pretty fond of, especially early on. So, I'm a, uh, I, uh, I like the orbital shuttle. I'm not gonna say it's amazing. I'm not gonna say it's terrible, but I think it, I think it's pretty decent, especially like like I said, grab that sucker early. Next up, we have Cargo Craft for the yellow, the uh, the Star Empire. It is um, 
Two gold, target opponent discards a card. I like this card a lot, actually. Uh, it costs, t- costs two. Um, you know, again, if you can grab this sucker early, I wouldn't say... I would be cautious to grab this thing in the mid-game, just because it doesn't have any draw ability. Um, doesn't have any authority gain, obviously. Um, so it's uh, uh, two trade, target opponent discards a card... Uh, allies for four extra damage. Um, so yeah, it's basically, basically, I don't know what to compare this thing to. It's kind of, it's a little bit of everything. It's kind of, it's two trade. It's kind of a discard card. Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of straightforward. I like it. I like you know being able to make people discard early on. Always a huge plus. You know, keep them from, keep them from uh, getting their their bombs. Keep them from uh, playing extra extra damage like vipers you know if they discard the viper all that good stuff um i I think it's a solid card uh again uh star empire one of my favorite one of my favorite uh uh factions in the game uh just there's it's just very they're they're so strong in the late game but as far as this card goes um not that much late game potential, other than the fact that it does discard. So you know, if you had a good draw going, um, you could you know work this in there and you know continue to make your opponent discard and do a decent chunk of damage. You know, if you had an all yellow deck, yeah, um, you know this wouldn't be half bad late game simply for the fact that it makes your opponent discard a card, and that is huge late game. So yeah, I like this card a lot. Next up, we'll go to the Blob Miner. This is the two-cost Blob Ship. Uh, three gold, you may scrap a card in the trade row. Love it, love it. Any two-cost cards for three that have three, three trade on them, I'm a big fan of. Uh, and this scraps for two damage. So um, there's really nothing not to like about this card. You can, you know, it's even called the Miner. It's, it's very self-aware what it does. You scrap cards in the trade row, go mining for better cards, um, and after you've got your bomb, after you've got your, your deck solid, you can scrap this baby out for two damage, make your deck that much leaner, that much stronger, um, this might be, um, my favorite two-cost card, I don't know, it's very strong, I like it a lot, um, and next we'll go to, yeah, I spent a lot on the cargo craft, but, in like five seconds on Blob Miner. Sorry, Blob Miner. I just like you a lot. There's nothing bad to say about you. Moving on. Uh, Plasma Bot is the red faction, the machine cult. It is three damage. You may scrap a card in your hand. And that, I would say, um, what is that? A, uh, that's a Colony Wars card that it's similar to, right? Um, I forget what that card is called, where it's the, the one cost, one, uh, two damage. Uh, battle, yes, battle bot is a one cost card, two damage, you may scrap a card in your hand, this is a two cost, three damage, you may scrap a card in your hand, um, so it's identical to battle bot, except it costs one more and does one more, uh, base damage, um, it seems like, it seems a little high to me to, to, uh, add one trade, um, cost for one more base damage if we're comparing it to the colony wars battle bot um you know obviously there's obviously there's um you know arguments for things that are priced wrong throughout 
you know, many of the Star Realms decks. Um, but uh, this one just seems strange to me that, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to say it's not worth it. I think, uh, you know, three damage, factions for two more, for a total of five. That's It's pretty decent, you know, just because uh, Scrap uh, is so strong in this game. Um, so if you can, I, I would say this would be a more... Um, damage rush type situation where you're, you know, you're scooping up a whole bunch of, um, scrapping cards and, um, you know, just trying to get a super lean deck, you know, with a bunch of mid-range cards, you know, within, you know, just a few shuffles, uh, I think that's where his card's really gonna shine. Um, if that's not your plan, I, um, you know, it's hard to say how much I recommend doing, buying this card early. Um, you know, if, if it's, if there's, if there's, you know, if there's large, um, ticket items out on the trade row, you know, if there's, you know, if you're, pl- I don't, uh, I haven't seen the, the eight cost cards too much in here. I, well, I know the, the machine cult one's pretty good, but, uh, yeah, if you're trying to get, you know, if you're trying to get some seven, eight cost bomb bombers, you know, this, this thing's gonna kind of hinder you a little bit. Um, you can only, uh, scrap from your hand. And, uh, you know, after, after you scrap your two Vipers, which is what you're going to do immediately, um, you know, then you're just scrapping scouts and, you know, you're, you're taking trade away from your hand. It's the only, uh, so, you know, in that respect, um, it's going to be harder to get, uh, those big ticket items with this card. I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, you know, like I said, as far as uh, if you can get this thing going early with a couple other scrapper cards, you know, you're factioning, you know, a bunch of reds together, you know, this thing uh, is totally viable. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a decent card in the right in the right hands in the right situation. And last we have our first base. It is a two-cost blob base, Spike Cluster, that does a base of two damage and factions for one... Uh, trade, and is a non-outpost, three shield base. Um, I'm trying to think, this is a, it's pretty, it, uh, on the surface, I want to say it seems pretty mediocre. Um, it is cheap, which is the, the, it's best feature. It's only two, you know, there's only, there's only so many two cost bases in the game. I think, uh, Colony Wars has the only two, two cost bases, or no, yeah, Colony Wars, they have... A couple two cost bases, and um, I think they're all three shield uh, at most. So this kind of fits right uh, alongside them. I guess this is I, I I guess well no there was a blob two cost base in there. I don't know. Um, so two damage faction for one. I just don't see this being really strong. You know, it's not one of those, you know, I would take a blob wheel over this any day of the week for an extra trade. Um, this just seems kind of, I, I guess, I'm trying to think of how I would use it. Um, you know, if you had several, you know, if you had more than one base, you know, at least one outpost base to kind of protect this, and then you're stockpiling green, you know, you want to get that, that uh, trade faction. Uh, you know, it just, it's just it just seems really kind of um, niche, you know, very... Um, situational, and uh, it just doesn't seem too strong to me. It, you know, it's gonna be easily taken out. Only does you know. I guess I guess 
it doing, you know, two extra damage early on could be annoying, you know, it's something you have to deal with. You can't just let two damage, you know, slide by every time. You, you will have to... So I guess in that respect, uh, yeah, um, it's okay. I'm just gonna say it's okay. I'm not gonna say it's bad, or I would never buy it. I'm just gonna say it's okay, and uh, it would have to have its time and its place uh, anytime I would buy it. And that covers our two-cost cards. All right, moving right along to the three-cost bases. I'm going to have to shorten these uh, descriptions up. We're 25 minutes in. We're only at the first, uh, what, nine cards? All right. Three-cost bases. Let's start with Machine Cult. Three-cost base. Integration port. It is a straight-up five-shield outpost that gives one gold. Um... That's not bad. That's not bad because uh, five five shield early on uh, could really could really screw someone up. And it's red, which is pretty popular early on because you're going to be going for scrap. So it's going to you know ally with any scrap cards you get. Um, one gold. You know, again, if you can just have one gold out there chilling at the beginning of your turn before you know your turn starts. Always a plus, you know, try to get some some higher cost cards. Again, the, the five shield outpost makes it a, a pretty solid base. Um, it's basically a, uh, what's that? I don't know card names, people. I wish I knew card names better. I just, I know pictures. I, I can see the picture and I go, oh, uh, the pretty one does the four damage and heals and I don't know. That was that was my description of a cutter, by the way. <laughs> okay, Battle Station. Yes, of course. The uh, very elusive name there. Battle Station um, is three cost, five shield outpost that, of course, only scraps for five damage. And in lieu of that, the integration port is just a flat one trade. So, um, yeah, I would say that's a that's a decent. It's decent. Um, again, uh, it's not one of those cards that's like, gotta get the integration port. I would say it, it, you know, it'll fit into my strategy if, you know, if, if that strategy comes into play. Next up, yellow, Star Empire, Captured Outpost. Captured Outpost. It is an outpost that has been captured. Draw a card, then discard a card with a shield, outpost shield of three, um, three is just such a low number, unless I'm missing something and, like, you you know, you're just playing Frontiers and everything is kind of low, you know, obviously we haven't gotten into the higher cost cards, which obviously are going to do more damage, but three just seems, it's such a fragile number, um, and for it to be a, for it to be an outpost, if it were a non-outpost, I think that would make this a little stronger, kind of, um, so it's, you know, it's basic, it, like, orbital platform, this is basically... An orbital platform, it's it's like a reverse orbital platform. Orbital, orbital platform, you have to discard to draw. This one, you have to draw, then discard, which um, a little, I think it's a, li- it's a little bit stronger than discard and draw, because it gives you the option to um, reject what you get, as opposed to... Um, As opposed to, you know, immediately discarding a card blindly and forced to take whatever you get. So, in in its draw ability, it's a little bit stronger than um, Orbital Platform. But the fact that it's three, you know, again, this is, and, and not not a non-outpost. You know, if it was a non-outpost, again, I, uh, you know, non-outpost draw 
bases are so, you know, good in the sense that, you know, you can protect them and, you know, keep getting those draw abilities uh, on your, you know, on your turn. Uh, but this only has three. I, I just, uh, I think, you know, if, if you buy this and, you know, someone, you know, even somewhat savvy to the game, you know, sees that, you know, they're going to, they're going to take measures to make sure that, you know, you don't get more than one use, um, per draw on that thing. So again, one of those cards, I'm not going to say I'm never going to buy it. Um, it, but it, it it's just going to be kind of situational and I think it's a little on the weak side. Okay, and then now our f first um, Trade Federation base. It is the Outland Station. One trade or three authority. Scrap to draw a card. Um, it is a non-outpost, which... Um, non-outpost, four shield. Pretty decent. Pretty decent. Um... I, just because I do like having, uh, I'm trying to think. Are there any? Are there any uh, non-outpost um, bases for the Trade Federation? I can't. I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of any. Oh yeah, uh, yeah there are. Uh, yeah. The, oh yeah. The like the five. Yeah, there is. Um. Yeah, it's another Colony Wars. The five. The five cost. Uh, if you have three bases, you get four authority and a draw. That one is also a non-outpost. But there are not many non-outpost um, federation bases. And non-outposts, again, can uh, really work in your advantage, especially early on, um, if you can protect them and just keep reaping the benefits of them. Uh, so this is one trade or three authority. Um, scrap to draw a card. It really is going to shine early on if you can get this out and possibly protect it. It's only got four shield. Four shield, it's it's okay, but it's not it's not great. Um, uh, pretty easily uh, thwarted if uh, if if your opponent um, decides to uh, you know again take measures to take it out. Uh, make sure they have you know at least a four damage card or something going on for them to take out your base. Like I said, if you can protect it, if you can protect it with that integration port uh, with you know, the five outpost, and they can't come up with five damage, and that, that's, that'd be pretty strong, I guess, because then, then you're getting, you know, if you have those two out, then you're getting two trade at the start of your turn, um, and, and, you know, obviously that's pretty strong, um, scrap to draw a card, uh, makes it, uh, pretty good in the sense that, uh, you know, in a in a desperate time of need, drawing this card is never going to uh, hurt against you. Um, and I'm assuming you can, yeah. I'm assuming you know if you were to draw it, you could you know take the one trade or the authority and then scrap it, obviously. So uh, not a not a bad card. Um, I think it definitely has its place in Star Realms for um, for a for a, a good strategy. I like it. It again, not. I don't think it's like. My gonna be my my go-to card. I'm gonna scoop this base up every time I see it. But uh, for a three cost, you know, er, early on, I yeah, this base is pretty. It's okay. It's okay. You know, even you know now that I'm thinking about it, even later on because it has that that um you know if you've got a mess full of blue and you come along this card, you know, mid to late game, pick it up. There's no harm in taking it because you could just scrap it to draw a card. Um. So it. 
And then if you just happen to have a mess full of bases uh, lined up at the time that you get it, it's a non-outpost base, so it's protected. You can just, you know, take three authority every turn and uh, keep yourself alive. Yeah, you know what? Um, the more I talk about it, the more I talk myself into liking this card more than I did ten seconds ago. So, yeah. Once again, so far, I mean, the blue, I, th- I think as a whole, is uh, the stronger faction. Just from the first uh, three denominations that I've uh, read off, you know, the one, the two, and the three. I think blue is ahead as far as um, just overall strength. Um, and, you know, blue has always been, obviously, a super strong faction. Uh, always a contender for professional gameplay. But moving on to three-cost ships. Three-cost ships. We got two Blob, one Alliance, one Star Empire, and one Machine Co- I said Alliance. I don't know why I say Alliance. I mean blue. If I say ally, I'm talking about ability. If I say Alliance, I mean blue because I'm an idiot. Okay? Anywho, Trade Federation ship. One of them. One Star Empire. It even says it on the on the damn card. So I don't know why I don't just read. <laughs> Again, I don't know how to read. I just see pretty pictures and I just, you know, I match things together because they look cool. And one machine cult ship. Okay, let's let's knock out these let's knock out these two blob cards first. For three costs, we got the burrower, five damage, ally to draw a card. Scrap to acquire a card of cost four or less for free. I'd say this card is pretty dope. All right, we're getting into, you know, we're out of the baby zone. We're into some cool ships, getting that three cost, you know, stuff that we're actually going to use and maybe take into late game. The fact that this has a green ally ability of draw card makes this card viable basically at any time you buy it. Um... Certainly, I'd be a little... I mean, and then it's... We can... Okay, and then you can acquire a card of cost four or less for free. That's pretty decent. You know, I would... You know, I would say there's not a bad time to buy this card. Um... Unless you weren't, you know, mid to late game, unless you weren't uh, going, you didn't have, you know, a, a good source of green going. But if you did have a good source of green going, yeah, pick this card up. Three gold. It's a free draw. You're probably going to get it. You can acquire another four cost card. And it says four cost, a four card of cost, excuse me, a, a, acquire a card of cost four or less. It doesn't say ship. It doesn't say um, base. It doesn't say you know, doesn't exclude heroes, you know, this is any, any card, it's, uh, basically the gambit, where you can, uh, take a, a, what is that, like a, a smuggler's run, smuggling run, whatever it's called, any four cost cards, scoop it up, you know, and, and scrap and scoop, scrap and scoop, that's what the burrower does, uh, pretty strong, I think, especially, like I said, if you, if you're, uh, playing with, like, the new heroes set, uh, there's a lot of more expensive four card uh, heroes to get, um, or just you know whatever. There's a lot of good four cost cards. Um, not just in I haven't seen the ones in this in this in this game, but um, yeah yeah I'm digging the I'm digging the burrower. Yeah yeah I just came up with that just now. Coin me on that. I'm digging the burrower. I like it. I like it a lot. Next up, we got the Crusher, which is also a blob ship. It is six damage, ally for two. And the caption here says, it doesn't need cannons or missiles to wreak havoc. It just wrecks. Or it crushes. I'm sorry. 
it, so the Crusher. Six damage, so uh, this is essentially uh, my best comparison would be... Uh, I don't know if it's the best comparison, but it's kind of like a... Um, a um, what, do you want to call, what do you want to call those things? I'm flipping through my through my, my cheat sheet here. Um, oh, I just passed it. I'm gonna keep, the Ravager. The Ravager is also six damage. That's really the only reason I compared it to is it's a, it's a three cost six damage card. Ravager obviously scraps two cards in the trade row. This one allies to get two um, two uh, trade. Um, pretty solid card. Obviously, um, six damage early on is huge. It's like un, it's unrivaled damage. That's just flat. You don't have to ally to get it. Just six damage. Three costs. It's so cheap for so much. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. And then on top of that, uh, allies for two gold. Um, if you were going a heavy green strategy, um, uh, you know, that's certainly, um, you're going to be more likely to take advantage of that. Um, you know, if you have like a blob wheel in place and maybe something even protecting your blob wheel. I myself, uh, I like to keep a blob wheel out as long as I can because it's, it, you know, it's going to soak up damage once they do kill it. It's going to do a little bit of damage. It's going to keep the pressure on them that if a bomber comes, I can scrap that baby out and, um, uh, you know, grab grab a bomber. So, you know, if you've got a blob wheel in place, just chilling, waiting for its time to strike, um, and, and maybe some other measures to protect it, some, some outpost bases, um, then, yeah, this crusher is going to be awesome. You're going to get two gold from the crusher. Then if you have a blob wheel, there's five gold, you know, if you already had it out. Um, you know, you're getting five gold for only playing one card. That's amazing. Um, and if you just happen to draw it, you know, you're still, you're getting five gold with two cards if you, you know, just had the two in your hand. So that'd be a pretty, it'd be a pretty stellar combo to, uh, to have. Um, but other than that, even if you're not looking to take advantage of the two gold, I wouldn't count this card out because again, six damage is such, um, solid damage early on for for a low cost you know if someone's going bases that's pretty much going to cover any base they can get early on and even some of the later game ones it's it's you know it really covers uh it covers your base so to speak <laughs> if someone's buying bases uh anywho moving on i hate myself machine cult ship three costs it is five damage you may scrap a card in your discard pile and i um, hate it. I, I, I don't know why they keep making these cards that say only in your discard pile. I like that it's five damage, three costs, you know, obviously not quite as good as six because five is a lower number than six, but I just, I can't stand these cards where, because here's the thing, folks, when you're scrapping cards, you're making your deck smaller. And I hate that I have to point that out, but when you make your deck smaller, you limit the amount of the amount of hands you get before a reshuffle. If you limit the, the amount of times you pull five cards, you limit the amount of chances you get to pull that card before you reshuffle. You see what I'm saying? You're more likely to pull it on your first, you know, if you only if you're only getting two five-card hands before you reshuffle, you, you there's there's a one hand opportunity for you to use this card and if you're scrapping cards do you get what i'm saying here and it's like once you get below 10 cards this card becomes useless um so you know it could be good maybe i don't know maybe mid again i would say pick this 
unless you need the damage to, you know, you're just going straight damage rush. You don't care about the uh, the scrapping ability. You just want the five damage. You want it to pair with your other, uh, uh, you know, machine code cards. You know, you know, you do you. But if you're trying to utilize the best you can out of its scrapping ability, you know, it's going to shine most like in in the mid game situation. Like if you haven't picked up any scrap or there hasn't been any scrap available. And then this comes along, you know, you might be able to pick it up and, you know, use it a couple times. Lean your deck down a little bit. The fact that it is 5 damage is nice. Um, so, you know, you, you, uh, as opposed to other um, Machine Cult cards, it's a little risky to buy the ones that have trade because if someone can just stack up bases and then, you know, they're just stacking up bases because you don't have any damage to take them out and you're just trying to scrap cards before you know it. They got too many bases and you, you, didn't scra- you haven't scrapped enough and game's over. But this, you know, you kind of don't have to worry about that. 5 damage is going to cover most of your bases. Um, you know, hopefully you can come up another one or two damage to take out the bigger name bases if you need to. So, again, I'm not thrilled about this card. I really, um, am not a huge fan of only scrapping your disc. I would, I would, you know, especially for early on, I would prefer to just scrap from my hand if given the choice because I know it's guaranteed. Uh, unless, you know, you pull five cards that aren't starters, which is not likely when you don't even have five cards that aren't starters at the beginning. Moving on to the Trade Federation ship. It is blue. It is called a Patrol Boat. And um, this might be my first, the first of the blue cards that I'm not totally thrilled about. It is four damage, three trade, uh, or I'm sorry, three, three authority, four damage, three authority, ally for two more authority. That's a pretty weak ally for a three cost cards. I mean, the crusher allies for two more trade, which in my opinion, two more trade versus two more authority is night and day. Um, I'll take two, especially, you know, again, early on two trade is absurd, absurdly better than two authority. This thing doesn't have a draw ability. It doesn't have trade. The only thing I can think of you getting this, um, is if you need to take a base out, and it's one of the only options. It does four damage, which is decent. It'll take out a lot of the starter bases, most of, almost all the starter bases, and then with it, with one or two extra damage, you know, you can take out uh, almost all the rest. Um, the thing, the thing that would you know that makes Destroyer Bot a little more okay with it being five damage, no draw, scrap only, is that. Um, Machine Cult is like designed. It's a little more designed to do heavy damage, whereas Alliance. Uh, so, so what I'm saying is, you can do those, you know, those damage rush abilities. Where the Alliance is built around, you know, like I said, dragging the game out, drawing your cards, giving your, you know, negating all the damage your opponent does um, by by way of you know healing back up. You know, your opponent can do a huge combo trying to do a damage rush, and you know. Uh, trade Federation, you know, it's a stall tactic. You you heal back up, you try to get a stronger deck, you try to manage all the punches uh, until your deck is complete, and then go for the go for the knockout blow. With Patrol Boat, it's four damage, three authority. There's no draw on it. So your only hope of drawing is to trigger a draw somewhere else. And there's no trade on it, so you can't buy any, you know, it doesn't help to work towards the, it doesn't, basically I'm saying, it doesn't help towards anything. It's just kind of, uh, here's some health and some damage. Um, and maybe you'll ally with, um, another draw ability, uh, blue card. But overall, I just think it's kind of weak. Um, 
Uh, I know there's a Colony Wars card. Let's see, what is it? The, um, maybe it's not Colony Wars. Anyways, it's like a, it, it's, it's like four damage, three health, and then, um, maybe it's like a promo, st- I don't know. It's a, it's a blue card. Is it four, co- it might be four cost, I think it's four cost, but it's like four damage, three health, and, uh, allies for three gold, so three trade, which, you know, that can, at least that, you know, can, you know, if you're, if you're getting early blue, that's gonna get you to, you know, those monster cards that you're aiming for, but the fact that it doesn't have any trade or any draw really makes this card, um, lackluster, in my opinion. Am I ever gonna buy it? I'm not saying that, you know, if, if blue is just swarming the board, you know, pick this up and just, you know, go, go hog wild with the authority gain, and, um, and, uh, yeah, uh, maybe, you know, in that regards, uh, it could be okay, but overall, I think it's a little on the weaker as far as the blue cards we've seen so far. And the last three cost card in Frontiers is a Star Empire card, the Light Cruiser, four damage, target card, discard the card, already I'm on board, already, I don't need to see the rest of the text, I don't need to see the rest of the text I'm buying this card. Ally one for two more damage. Sure, why not? Let's knock out them bases. Six damage on one card. Easy. Double ally. Our first double ally of the game. Draw a card. Are you kidding me? This card is nuts. Alright, yellow is already borderline the strongest faction in the game if used in the right hands. Um, it. And then, and then this card comes along, and it's just, it's just, you combine this thing with, uh, with a, a, a frigate? What are those things called? Hold on, hold on, I, uh, it's a frigate of some sorts. It is. Imperial, I mean, how could I forget? You, you combine this thing with Imperial Frigate, you're doing 12 damage, discarding two, drawing a card, and those are two three-cost cards. You could easily have that before your first reshuffle. That is insane. I mean, if you're, uh, this is assuming you're, you know, mixing Corset in with Frontiers, which, you know, I'm assuming, you know, you might play Frontiers as a a base set for a while, but you're going to want to, you know put your own, uh, spin on things, and you'll probably put the core set in there, you know, from time to time. I think that this card, this card is such a good three-cost card. It, I mean, it's basically an Imperial Frigate that you don't need to scrap. Are you, is that, are you getting what I'm saying? It's an Imperial Frigate that you get to keep and use again after the draw ability. It's insane. It's insane. Okay, I, I misspoke earlier when I said that if you had Imperial Frigate and Light Cruiser, that you would get the draw. That's not true, because you need three total cards. But still, if you're going heavy yellow, you know, there's a lot of draw cards in yellow. It's not unheard of to get three yellow in a hand, because they draw so well together. Um, I just think that, yeah, uh, this is a super strong card. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm digging the Light Cruiser. Is it is it is it a, is it are there are quotes around light like yeah this is the light cruiser that's gonna whoop your ass <laughs> oh wow yellow yellow with the heavy punches coming out uh, in the three cost cards next up we got the four cost bases we got the four cost bases the four cost bases 
and all right sorry uh, had a moment there all right four cost bases start with the mobile market a lot of buzz going on around this thing it is a trade federation four cost outpost base that gives two trade with a scrap ability of gain two trade and draw a card here's the kicker at the end of turn, move mobile market from the scrap heap to your discard pile. So, essentially, there's no getting rid of this card ever unless you were to scrap it with a machine cult card, which is pretty freaking cool. This is the first uh this is the first ability we've ever seen that can do that. It's the first of its kind. So, it's a very unique situation. So like any basically anytime anytime you pull this card it's basically you don't even have to view this as a base, in my opinion. You can, obviously, and you're going to. But you don't you don't have to you could this this mobile market, you can see this thing as fucking uh mobile draw draw authority trade ship. Alright. It's this is a solid it, um I am you know, the more, this is another card, like, the more I think about it, the more uses I see coming out of this card, and it, it's just friggin' awesome. So, you get two trade, gain two authority, if you scrap it, and, um, and draw a card. So, it's like, you get the trade, then you can, then you can draw the card. Like I said, again, you can think of this as a ship that just constantly draws, and it's never gonna water your deck down. Um... You know, or you can hold it out, and if they're not, if you know that your opponent's not going to be able to kill it, you know, mm, to trade, nothing wrong with that. This is a, this is a really, I can almost say this card. You know, you could play this card safe every time and always scrap it every time you draw it. Just never use it as a base, so that way you always utilize the draw and the authority. So you could just think of it as two trade, two authority, draw one ship. That's what you could think of it as for four gold. Even that alone is. Um, a pretty solid card in my book, um, but uh, just the fact that you just the fact that I, I was trying to see, I was trying to see if you actually if it actually stays in play after you scrap it, you know, like if you didn't have any blue before and then you drew and you had a blue card, would that faction with the base? But I, as I'm looking at it, it doesn't look like that. It looks like you scrap it. It's in the scrap pile. It's gone. You draw a card. You know, if that was your second, your if that was your next blue card, you wouldn't be able to ally it with the base. But anyways, so in that regards, it's a little. It, it kind of sucks um, that you can't do that. But still, I think it's a very strong, very strong base. Very interesting. Well, uh, I'm interest. I'm interested to see. Um, that in some in some competitive gameplay and see what and see how it um, you know works with people's decks. Next up, we have a Star Empire four cost base four co- four cost outpost. It is the Orbital Gun Platform, and it is four shield outpost, three damage, scrap for three gold. So it's a Basically, a, a, a variance on um, the uh, space station, which is two damage, four gold scrap. This is three damage, three gold scrap. You know, basically just uh, you know fluctuate the numbers there. Um, which um, I don't know. I I think given the two, I would take space station every time uh, because um, four gold obviously makes it very easy to. 
um, land those those high cost cards, and the fact that you know if you can hold on to it for a turn, basically all but guarantees that you can do that if it, you know if a, if a bomber appears. This you only get three gold, so it's you know essentially a blob like a, a, a not as powerful blob wheel as far as defense goes. It's only got four shield, um, but does do three damage, which you know in certain situations could uh, you know be what you need. You know, as opposed to space station, only does two damage, and then allies for two more. Uh, but you know, you can only rely on two damage for the space station. Um, so I, I think it's okay. Uh, obviously, if you can hold on to it, make it last a turn. You know, then then scrap it out for three gold, get some good. You know, it's going to be great, especially if you can. You know, if you're playing uh, with colony wars and you uh, you know alliances that or. I don't know why I said that. The uh, Leviathan, not Alliance. The, Le, the Levi Alliance Athon. No. If, if Leviathan is out there. Um, why am I saying Leviathan? That's the green card. So, you guys, this is why I'm, I'm no good with names. I'm just good with pictures. I'm talking about Emperor's Dreadnought. Emperor's Dreadnought. We'll edit that out later. I don't know how editing works or how to do it or if that's even a thing, but we'll get rid of that part later. Anywho, Emperor's Dreadnought. It's a yellow card. It goes into your hand when you. <laughs> by eight and I have also played a yellow card um so you would not be able to use that unless you played another if you held on if, if you held on to this base obviously and then you know let it go for a turn you would need to play another card to get Emperor's Dreadnought into your hand um I don't know what I'm saying this is a bunch of uh stuff everyone already knows the gist of what I'm trying to say is it's okay it's pretty good. It's it's somewhere between okay and pretty good because three damage is decent. That's annoying if they can't deal with three damage. You know, if you get to you know if you you know you trap someone into taking a bunch of trade with no damage and you can let this thing sit and just blast them for three plus whatever else you're doing to them. That you know that could be a pretty substantial um, you know strategy and uh, could could quickly end someone. But uh, overall, not bad. Defense system is, is the four-cost machine cult base. It is an outpost with five shield, and it does two damage base with a faction of two damage. I gotta say, I'm not a huge fan of this base. Um, the fact that it's four-cost, I mean, that early on, four-cost is a, a pretty steep amount, and to only get... Uh, two damage out of it. I, I guess this thing might work if you were just going like heavy into bases where you were just, you know, base walling up as much as you could. Five, five, uh, shield base. Pretty decent, um, at the start of the game. And then if you had a couple other red cards to hopefully faction with this. Or maybe in, uh, if you just had like a battle station, um, along with this. If, if someone couldn't come up with five damage to take out one of the bases, you know, that's a free four damage every turn, which is pretty good. Um, so I think this would work best, you know, with a heavy base strategy and with a heavy scrapping strategy because it doesn't, you know, it's gonna be, it's gotta be a strategy that you're working on that doesn't require a whole lot of trade and you're buying, you're buying a bunch of mid-range three to five cost cards, uh, um, and, yeah, you're just kind of, like I said, stacking the bases, stacking red, stacking uh, scrap, and, and that, and, and in that kind of situation, I, I could see it being pretty good, um, but it, like, it's one of those, you know, niche cards where the kind of the perfect storm of events has to happen, uh, to take this card, because four is pretty steep, four, four is a commitment, you know, you can, 
you can spend one or two to uh, trade on a card and be like, meh, you know, that wasn't the best, and, you know, still maybe recover. You spend four gold on a card, four trade on a card, and don't commit to that strategy, or the trade row doesn't allow you to commit to that strategy, you know, that could be game over. So, um, just kind of definitely got to pick your battle when you buy this card. Nesting Ground is the last four-cost blob base. We are coming up right on... 56 minutes here. I think we're about halfway through. Hey, hopefully a little bit over halfway. We got five, six, seven, eight, but I think there's less cards, so let's try to get through these. All right, anyways. Green blob base, four cost. It is two gold with an ally ability of four damage and five uh, sh- five shield non-outpost. I'm a, I'm a, gotta say I'm a pretty big fan of this. Two gold, um, it, 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 you know, it's similar to the, the Colony Wars base. It gives, you know, two gold. It's a blue two gold outpost or non-outpost. The one that, you know, draw a card if you in authority if you have three bases out. Anywho, five shield non-outpost is great. Because if you can get behind an outpost base, you're, you know, you're you're good to go. You're good to go. You know, friggin' uh, you are Crunchwrap Supreme, good to go. Uh, yeah. So, and two gold, um, five, five shield non-outpost... Um, those are obviously harder to kill earlier on, um, and then allies for four damage. This would allow you. I mean, if you if you had nesting ground and then combined it with that other card, um, six you know the the six damage ally for two, ally for two um, trade ship. I mean that that's a wombo right there. That's ten damage for trade with two cards. Um, that's gonna be. You know uh, that this def this is a card that definitely makes green pull ahead um, in in frontiers. So what I'm noticing, uh, I think yellow, blue, and green so far they all have their place in frontiers and in uh, just the star realms. You know, set, uh, you know decks themselves. And I think I think and maybe they did this on purpose. The uh, red seems, at least, you know, through their one to four cost cards, it seems a little on the weaker side. And I think maybe that's because, you know, scrap for so long has been, like, pretty much the go-to strategy. Uh, um, you know, when the game first kicks off, if there's scrap, grab it. You know, it's kind of always been uh, one of the main themes. Maybe they wanted to dial back on that. Uh, maybe they wanted to say, hey, these cards scrap, but it's going to really hinder your ability to buy... Um, uh, bomber cards because you know these cards they are, they're not offering a, a lot of trade. They're not making it easy to scrap cards that aren't in your hand. Um, uh, it's just uh, yeah. So maybe like I said, maybe that's that was kind of the whole thing. It's kind of shift the balance of power there so that you know scrap is still kind of good if you know if you can kind of collect it and get a get a, a a small refined hand going. But it's not the end all say all. You know. You got all these other cards where you know you can kind of set yourself up for for big combos and and, and this and that sort of thing. So um, you know maybe 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 I'm onto something. Maybe I just cracked the Da Vinci Code. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's move on to five cost cards. Five cost bases. We got three of them. Blob being left out. We got the Ion Station, which is a Trade Federation five cost five shield outpost base. That is two gold faction or two trade factions for one more trade double factions for four damage four trade so 
you already know my motto of anything with five shield, two gold, pretty good. I like it. And if this is outlying for an extra gold, pretty good. I like it. It is an outpost base, so it will be easier to take out. Um, five damage makes it a little more sturdy. But uh, overall, I think it's just a very well-balanced card. That double faction, um, you know, I think it's a good card if you pick up a couple early blue, um, you know, trade cards, maybe a solar skiff here, maybe a, you know, a whatever. You get, you get, you get, you get a couple blue cards, you get your five gold, you buy your ion station, and then, you know, I like the double faction, because what this does, um, you know, blue's Achilles heel, as I mentioned before, has always been doing heavy damage, you know, it's heavy damage dealing cards don't come until you invest a lot of trade into them, you know, your, uh, your, your, um, your command ships, and your, uh, I, I can't think of that off the top of my head, the, the six damage, six, six authority gain, draw one card, um, the, uh, it's a six cost card, like, all of its heavy hitters are, um, expensive cards, so what this does is if you have just kind of like a, a scurry of, uh, cheap, no damage cards, you can still kind of boost, you can get an authority boost and boost your damage a little bit by getting that double faction, and I really like that, it kind of, it kind of fills in the gap of what, um, cheap blue is missing, and, uh, so you can get, you know, yeah, that four damage, you can kill bases with it, you can kind of, you know, just kind of roll with the punches, keep, you know, keep your opponent going toe-to-toe, blow-for-blow, that sort of thing. Um, I, I like this card a lot. I think it's pretty strong. I don't think it's super overpowered. I think it's, like, I think it's right where it needs to be. I like it a lot. And, of course, um, you know, allying to get three gold, you know, this if you let this base sit out, you know, for more than a turn, and they're factioning, and they're getting that extra authority, they're getting extra gold, this card could quickly snowball a match really fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. I it, It's a race for me between blue and yellow, I think, on which one I like better. I've never been a fan of Blob, but I must say that um, a couple cards in here make Blob a very appealing uh, faction, if you could get something, if you could get some kind of engine going with them. Really cool stuff in here. I like it a lot. Uh, next up we have the Star Empire base. It's a five cost, six shield, non-outpost based. Target opponent discards a card. This is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Six, six shield, non-outpost is huge. It's huge. <laughs> ah, um, if you get, again, if you can get a base in front of this thing, that's just a constant make your opponent discard a card. Give your opponent a four card deck no matter what. I like it. Um, certainly, this thing would be better uh, if you, you know, paying five costs for a card th- that, you know, early on that isn't going to give you trade or draw, um, you know, that's that can be a little scary. Um, so you definitely, if you buy this card, you want to make sure this thing is not going to be getting killed. So if they have, like, a lot of, you know, six damage cards, like the ones we mentioned before, or, like, you know, any ones in any of the other decks, if they have a lot of damage cards that can, can wipe this out in one hit, and you don't have a base to protect it, um, I would, you know, strongly, uh, approach with caution on it. But if you, you know, if you see it, they don't have a lot of ways to come up with six damage, or even, you know, if you have an extra base to protect it, and they don't have ways to come up with, you know, the, the damage to kill the base, protecting it plus that, you know, in it, and you get some yellow going to, to combo your yellows in, like, this is a very, very strong card. And, again, yellow is just going toe-to-toe 
with blue in frontiers in my mind and I, and I think this you know this jamming terminal <laughs> what if you if you if you got this with the uh uh the uh, imperial palace oh my god oh my god they start out with three cards and they have a six shield outpost protecting the jamming terminal <laughs> four strength four with sand leather belt <laughs> level 18 all right bonus points to anyone who got that Huh. Okay. So my I'm I'm looking at my thing. It says four minutes. I'm hoping it recorded like the last hour and just like delete it and oh we'll figure it out in the end, folks. I might just have uh four minutes of random talk about this five cost base just out in the willy nilly open. Anywho, let's go. Moving right along. So there's gonna be a gap probably. It probably has to cut off an hour and then uh and then just start a new one. So it's going to be a part one and part two. I wish I had known that. I would have, like, paused and said, like, oh, coming up on an hour, uh, tune into part two to listen to the rest of this. Okay. Anyways, moving on to five-cost ships. I think we got through five-cost bases pretty fast. There's only three of them. I think we're moving along faster, though. All right. Trade Federation. First five-cost ship is the Federation Cruiser. It is five damage. Four authority. Alliance for two damage. Two authority. Essentially, it's an upgraded version of, uh, was that a base? No, that was, was that a base or a card we just saw? It was a, that was a card we just saw, wasn't it? Essentially. Oh, I skipped over a four cost ship somehow. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go back. We're backtracking. From five cost ships to four cost ships. Some like, all right. Some of you were probably like pissed off for like the last twenty minutes. Like this motherfucker did not put in four cost ships. There's some good ones. Okay, let me backtrack. That's my bad. I don't know how to read or look at pictures apparently. So here we are. Four cost green blob ship. Here we go. It's called the Moonworm Hatchling. It does three gold or destroy target base. Ally for three damage, double ally for six damage. I like it. Four gold. That, I mean, paying four gold to get a three trade three trade card is not ideal. But the fact that you can destroy a base with it for free, holy smokes. Give it to me because this thing is like the 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 base wall killer. If someone if someone's thinking about you know going base strat base wall early on, this card basically says nope to that strat. Um, you know, guarantee you don't have to worry about any kind of damage pull at all. If you pull this card, one base gets the axe, and then if you pair it with a couple of more green, you know, get some bonus damage on top of it. I like it. I like it a lot. And if they don't have bases up, if they, if you're not an immediate threat, use this gold for three card. Buy yourself a real moonworm and just go to town. What a great card! All right. Next we have the highly hyped up repair mech. I haven't read what it does yet. I just know that a lot of buzz is going around it. It's a lot of people's favorite red card. So maybe this will be the redeeming qual- the redeeming card that makes red all worth it. You know, if they got a bunch of mediocre cards surrounded by this holy grail of a card. But I'll read it now. Three gold or put a base from your discard pile on top of your deck. You may scrap a card in your hand or discard 
if you ally this card. Okay, yeah, I see what the buzz is about. That's pretty good. That's really good, actually. That's really good. Um, put a base from your discard pile to the top. Yeah, you basically, you know, you bought a bear, you bought a brain world. Well, bring that sucker up to the front. What are you doing putting it on the bottom? We need that brain world now. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a strong card. Um, and then if you don't need it for the base, three gold. We always welcome a three gold, three trade card. Um, yeah. And then, uh, basically has the, uh, what, the battle, I think it's called a battle mech or something from the core set. Where if you ally with it, you can scrap your hand or discard pile, which is nice. Patrol mech, excuse me. It's nice that you get to pick hand or discard pile. Not so great that you have to ally to get that, but uh, as a standalone card, those are some pretty nifty functions that it allows you to do. So, I can see what the buzz is about. That's a pretty strong card. Faux show. Next up, we have the Star Empire 4-cost farm ship. And, uh, yeah, it is essentially, uh... What is it? It's like the Colony Wars card where it's like, uh, well, nah. Nah, I was gonna say something, but then I realized I'm an idiot. Okay, so three gold, three trade. Gold is trade to me, just bear with me. Draw a card, then discard a card. Not bad. It, you know, potentially a four gold card. Scrap this baby out for four damage when you're done with it. Um, pretty strong, especially since, since yellow is already so strong in Frontiers, this, you know, slots perfectly into it because you're going to draw a card, probably discard, you know, a Viper or a Scout or whatever, um, but if you have some more yellow cards, you know, you're going to be allying with this, drawing helps you ally, uh, this, this is a very, I mean, yellow, ah, mm, yellow is so strong, it's a great card, don't have any gripes about it, Long Hauler. Is the last on our list, the Trade Federation for cost. It does three trade, ally for two trade, scrap to put the next base you acquire this turn on the top of your deck. Um, again, it's a scrap ability that we've never seen before. We've seen stuff that can put stuff on the top of your deck. We've never seen a scrap ability, I don't think, like that before. Uh, that's, um, I like this card. <laughs> that's uh i like this card uh i think it's pretty good you know three again that's, that's pretty interesting every four cost ship has three gold on it um and this one allies to make it five gold so essentially you pull one blue you pull a solar skiff you pull a, a one of those whatever um half price frontier fairies or not a frontier fairy you pull is a federation it's like a federation the the the, the other federation show you pull that You've got yourself seven trade and four and two health with two cards. Pretty strong. You got then you got three cards to do whatever you want after that. So um, this this could be a monster of a card. And then so you could essentially use this thing. To, yeah. This now the more again the more I think about this the more I just like picture gameplay. You could use this thing to buy a brain world, right? Then scrap it to put the brain world immediately at the top of your deck. That is insane, you know, or any variation of base you want to put. You could put, you know, Imperial Palace. You could put uh, the Factory World. 
um, any of the bases in this set. Like, that's huge. It's so huge. And the fact that it gives five gold, if you're going blue, you're probably going to get that ally ability. Five, it's basically, take the net, buy any base you want, put it on the top of your deck. That's good. I mean, something like Construction Hauler is a little better because it puts it directly into play, but that's only two gold to draw. This is just five gold if you uh, pair it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Blue, blue and yellow. Blue and yellow are so good. I'm, I mean, I'm, I like I said, I've never played the game. I haven't actually, you know, played a match. But just in my mind, with the knowledge that I possess from playing 10,000 plus games of Star Realms, I can just envision blue and yellow both being really strong. Green also really good in the right hands. Um, red gets its first, you know, higher tiered card, overpowered card, whatever you want to call it, in repair mech. But overall, I think red is the least strong faction so far. Not to say it's bad. Just the least strong. Um, moving right along. Okay. Now we, we're going to jump back into five-cost ships. Federation Cruiser. It's the blue five-cost ship. Five... Five damage, four authority. Allies for two more damage, two more authority. I don't like it. It's okay. I'm not thrilled about it. Uh, this is where I was trying to compare it to some other card we just saw. Was it a base or was it a card? I think it was a base. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a... Um... I don't know where I don't know where I saw a card I thought was like this, but I'm not seeing it. Okay, there it is. The three cost okay, it's basically an upgrade version of the three cost ship. I felt like I feel like they're kinda of getting just a little lazy right here. A little lazy, or that maybe they were realizing blue was a little too strong, but it's essentially an upgrade version of the three cost ship, which is just damage and authority, ally for damage and authority. Nothing special about it. It Obviously, it does a little more, helps out a little better. Um, I'm probably going to get some flack for saying because if if you do ally with it um, in one card, essentially, uh, it's a 13. It's a 13-point swing. Um, so definitely this card works out better late game. It's okay. The more the more I talk about it, the more I say it, it's not as bad as I'm making it be. It, 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 it's okay. I'll say it's good. It's good. Um, but it, it's not going to give you trade. It's not going to give you draw. Uh, it's just straight up damage and authority. You know, straight up plus and minus. Uh, nothing fancy about it. So it definitely has its place. It'll definitely win some games. Um, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to see a draw ability on it or something. Anywho, moving on to Hammerhead, which is the five cost... Um, yellow Star Empire ship. Three damage. Draw a card. Target opponent. Discard the card. I love it. So it's like a baby Imperial Palace. It's like a baby Imperial Palace. And then it factions to draw a card, discard a card. So, and then it's like, it's like if Imperial Palace, uh, you know, had a fling with an orbital platform, um, and then they had a little baby ship. This is what Hammerhead is. Imperial Palace... Getting it on with orbital platform, 
producing a little baby hammerhead shit. Three damage. Draw a card. Target opponent discards. Draw a card, then discard a card. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, it'd be... Uh, it's one of those cards where, like, spending all five trade to get it, like, you, you know, if you drew five within your first two hands and you, you know... It's most cards you gotta be a little weird. It's like a little more appealing than it is than it than it might turn out to be if you it's, if it's like your first purchase um, because just because you're gonna water down your deck, um, you know you gotta kind of hope that since you're you know since it's not adding any trade to your deck, you gotta kind of hope that you know you're, you're just gonna be able to land in the mid range field and um, and uh, finish your opponent off that way without you know looking to reach for some of those. Uh, eight cost cards and whatnot, but definitely if you had, if you had like a, a yellow deck going and this card comes up and you get it like mid range, this card is a beast. Um, I really like it. I you know, I, yeah, yeah, it's strong. Next up we have the Enforcer Mech, which is a five cost machine cult ship. It is five damage. You may scrap a card in your hand or discard pile. Hey, it's like the first of its kind right there without having to ally. Uh, ally to destroy target base, scrap to draw a card. Okay, okay, red, making a comeback with your last two, your last two card. Okay, so reds, one through three cards, not so great. It's four and five ships. I'm digging them. I'm digging them a lot. Destroy base. This card, uh, this, this card's just a damage monster. This card says, screw your base. All your base are belong to me. Uh, I got five damage to take out whatever base you think you got behind you know, uh, uh, outpost base because I ally to destroy a base. So I'm going to ally, destroy your outpost, and use five damage to destroy your, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. And then I'm going to scrap to draw a card, get my homies in here, and do work on you. I like this card a lot. Again, it's one of those cards you want to pick up kind of in the, in the mid-game um, because since it has no trade and no guaranteed draw, um, uh, it's going to water down your deck. It's going to be harder to get expensive cards. So I would say pick this up in the mid game if you can, or if you can't, you know, if it's if you pick it up early, hopefully you can just buy a bunch of cheap red after that and just get a really lean machine deck and you know go to work on people. And our last of the five cost ships is the pulverizer, which is a blob ship. Scrap a card in the trade row and gain. Wow. And gain damage equal to its cost. Wow, that's so cool. That's a really unique card. That's again another new ability we haven't seen before. That's a really cool card. It was like, oh, uh, this Leviathan that costs eight. Boop. Nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna steal that that eight damage. And then it allows to draw a card. Awesome. This is an awesome card. This is an awesome card. Um, especially, you know, if you're, if you're going green, the fact that it draws a card can do great damage and, and it also controls the trade row. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. It's like you get, <laughs> you're, you're blocking your opponent from getting, um, a good card and the game is saying, hey, you just blocked your opponent from getting that awesome card. I'm going to reward you for it. Have some damage to go along with it and then draw a card. If you're green heavy, obviously that's going to be great. Yeah. Great card. Next up, six cost cards. All right, we got we're six, seven, and eight. Let's move. Let's 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 get through this. All right, started off with gate ship. Six cost trade federation ship. Acquire a ship or base of cost 
six or less and put it on the top of your deck. Ally to gain five authority. This card sounds amazing. It's basically like a parasite, but better. You can call it, you, you acquire it, but then you put it on top of your deck. So you can use it immediately, or your next hand, hopefully. Or you can just draw into it. That's another thing. You play this sucker, get something at the top of your deck, play a card that draws, boop, there it is. Boop, there it is. Basically, uh, it's like a miniature, it's like a it's like a mobile uh, factory world if you have a draw. Um, or, I don't know. It's it something like that. It's pretty good. This is really strong. If if you have a if you have a if you have blue and you got draw cards, this card is insane because you can just essentially put any six card cost card into play and then into your hand if you have a draw card. That's awesome. Like it. Five authority gain. Always welcome. Blob Alpha six cost. Straight up, no gimmicks. Ten damage. That's it. No text. No nothing. Boom. 20% of your health in one go. Um, what is there? What else is there to say about that? If you're going blob, get, you know, you got some draw, get this card. I wouldn't say, if you, if you got, uh, well, maybe shit. If, if you were fortunate enough to get like six, six gold after like your second shuffle or something, and then you just started laying the hammer on this thing, good night. This is a great card. That's just going to blast people. You don't even need to draw. Why would you need to draw? It's 10 damage. Get out of here with your draw. Warp Gate Cruiser is a 6 cost Star Empire ship. Discard a number of cards and gain 2 damage for each. For each. For each. And then draw a card. Okay. Discard any number of cards and gain 2 damage for each. Draw a card. Fat, uh, ally to draw a card. Um, so... It's good because it draws a card no matter what. That's good. The thing that I'm conflicted about is this is a six cost card. Theoretically, you're gonna get this in the mid game, maybe late game. By that point, you know you probably don't. You might not have um, a whole lot of stuff that you're wanting to discard. You know, obviously you're gonna. You know, you could use this to discard your your scouts and your vipers, but you might only have like one or two of those by the mid to late game. Uh, three, you know, three, uh, three or four. I. Uh, the most, which would be, you know, six to eight damage, which I'm, which is, I'm not going to shake a stick at, obviously, that's great, six to eight damage, but, um, you know, if you, if you have three or four scouts and vipers to discard, it means you don't have much of anything else, um, on the contrary, if you have a bunch of stuff, you're not discarding anything, so you're not getting any extra damage on it, so essentially, this uh, is good just to draw your deck because if you have a lot of yellow, it's basically draw two. Draw two, do a little extra damage, which isn't bad. Um, uh, I, I don't think, I think it's the weakest of the three six cost cards we've seen so far. Um, but still, obviously still viable. I guess you could just buy, if you just bought like this card and like nothing else, then you just discard your hand every time you draw it. Um, Yeah, and you have to do it before you draw the card, so you can't, like, draw a card to get another one to, just to discard that, which is unfortunate. Um, I guess it'd be pretty cool... Well, no, you couldn't do that, I was saying. If you could, like, basically just, just draw, like, get, like, 
15 cards in your hand and then discard them all and do 30 damage with, with one card. But that would, yeah, that would not probably be ideal. Moving on, 6 cost, Blob Base is the Infested Moon. It does 4 base damage. Uh, it allies to draw a card, double allies to double draw a card, and has a 5 non-outpost. Um, pretty straightforward. If you're going Blob, get this base. Uh, if you have a lot of blob draw, I mean, if you can protect this thing, you got a lot of blob coming, you're going to draw yourself to victory. Plain and simple. Um, yeah. Great, great card. Great card to pick up in the mid-game when you already have a bunch of green. Next we have the Reclamation Station, which is the red Machine Cult base. It is a six-cost, six-shield outpost. Scrap a card in your discard... Scrap the base to gain three damage for each of your cards that you scrapped this turn, including this one. So, pretty much, well, unless you don't have a discard, uh, you can get six damage off of this base for free. If you scrap a, something in your discard and then scrap this, that's six damage. So, this is like a, this is what you would, in, um, in like a video game or fighting game terms, you'd call an execute card. You kind of just hold on to this card. Uh, until you're ready to put a finishing blow on your opponent, and then you you scrap as much as you can. You scrap this card, you scrap whatever, and uh, and then you you gain all that extra damage for everything you scrap. Then you just massively throat punch your opponent uh, and finish them off. So I I could definitely see this thing being the source of a lot of anger because there's a lot of potential. Gain three damage for each of your cards that you scrap. You could scrap. What if you scrapped four cards that turn? That's not impossible. You could easily scrap four cards in a turn if it was a late enough game. That's an extra... Uh, say you scrap... Including the base. That's an extra 12... That's just 12 damage right there. Just for scra- just for scrapping. That's not counting all the damage you got from the cards you played. That... I mean, this is... Okay. Red is pulling ahead. Like I said, their first three levels of cards... Mm, they're okay. But now they're pulling ahead. The thing is... All their one to three cost cards don't give you any trade. So, like to make to get to these high end, um, except for well, uh, yeah, the four cost, uh, the repair, what is it, repair builder, something like that, B- battle builder, that gives you three trade, which is which is always welcome. Um, but you're gonna you're probably gonna have to mix in like some red and blue to achieve your goal of getting these these high end red cards. Uh, and that covers it. That's all for the six cost cards. We're almost done. Seven cost cards. We got two, we got eight cards left to cover. Four, seven, four, eight cost cards. Let's get it done. On the agenda, we got the seven cost Star Empire Siege Fortress. That is boring AF. It looks like a ship, but it's really a base. I don't like this card very much. So, so what, what happened for me, I'll tell you what it does. Five damage, allies for four damage, which isn't bad. Nine damage is nothing to shake a stick at, especially, you know, if, if you have the right deck, you put this in, you're drawing a lot, you get this baby out, boom, nine more damage. Like, yeah, this thing, uh, I, it, it, it definitely works. But five, uh, five shield outposts is easily taken out by the time you're going to be buying this and putting it into play for seven damage, for seven Seven costs. I think. I think this is more like the realm of a six cost card, if you ask me. Or at least if it's seven, seven, seven costs. This might be. Is this the first seven cost five shield base? That blows my mind. Uh, that's just like, 
I would be very cautious when buying this game, unless you're, you know, you're just kind of like ahead. You, there's nothing really that great out there. You got the money for it. Go ahead. You know, if your deck is drawn nicely, you're ahead. This thing could, you know, work into your gameplay. But I would approach with caution this base because seven cost is a lot, and you might be better off just buying like a three and a four cost card or something. Um, but yeah. Next up is the Neural Nexus, the 7-cost Machine Cult base. Uh, 6-shield outpost. Maybe that other base was a non-outpost. That would make it... I wouldn't say make it worth 7, but it'd be better than 7. Or better than what it is. Uh, Okay, sorry. Back to Neural Nexus, the Machine Cult base. 6-shield outpost base. Scrap a card in your hand or discard pile. Okay. And gain... Oh, and gain damage equal to its cost again wow that could be huge and then ally to draw a card again that could be you you could you know if you're looking to finish someone off they've got you know their last 10 15 12 whatever hit points left and you know you don't got you know you just reshuffled or you're on your second you know hand after a reshuffle you don't got stuff coming up for a long time scrap out one of your um man can you imagine if you had this plus the other base Holy cow! Like, you just, you'd scrap like five cards and get like 30 damage or something crazy, you know? Uh, between those two bases, like, you're basically just like executing people. And this is a, this is kind of a, a like, almost a new style of gameplay where, yes, you're still scrapping, which is uh, customary to the uh, red faction, but it's like you're scrapping to get damage, like, uh, similar to, you know, we've seen it with the, the, the incinerator. Um, uh, a little harder to be super effective with the the damage on incinerator, but these cards are like really packing a punch when you scrap, and so you combine you know neural nexus with you know, if you had incinerator, you know obviously I think if you had that many high level cards you're gonna win, but you know there's this cool like scrap factor where scrapping gives you like a ton of damage. It's you know you're scrapping, you're getting rid of your cards, do a, a ton of damage all at once. It's like it's a last minute or a last a last play of the game, a finisher move. Um, I, I really like it. I think it's cool. I think it's unique. Again, with these high-cost red cards, and they're, and they're being not that great a trade within the red, I think you're going to need to pair it with blue to, uh, to see these strategies come to fruition. Speaking of blue, we got the Federation Battleship, which is a seven-cost uh, blue frontier card, frontier ship. And it is five damage, five authority, draw a card, pretty decent. Ally to destroy a base, also decent. Discard or scrap to gain ten authority, um, which could be game changing uh, if you're in some kind of dire need for health. You pop this card, boom, you're fifteen health higher. No questions asked. No no strings attached. If you pair it with a blue, you get to destroy a base. So in comparison to command ship, um, it has one fewer draw. It's trading in one draw. To get a scrap ability of 10 health. And it's only one card cheaper. So, this is a pretty dope card. For 7 for seven cost, this, this, uh, if blue was like lacking with its last two cards, this one's picking up the slack. Because this thing is a definite game changer. If you think someone's almost dead, and they bust this thing out, boom, minimum 15 health. And if they pulled out their blue with it, they're probably going to have more. This could swing the game from you almost won to... Shit, you just lost. This is a card where, like, you know, 
it you can't go all out on someone expecting it to like finish them off the next round. Like if you if you're burning cards, scrapping cards, using all abilities to try to like burn them down, and then you burn them out into a few health, but then they pull this, they're right back up there. Granted, they got to lose it to get there, but they're right back up there, and you know you potentially you know blew your load so to speak to kill them. And now they're just going to come back and, uh, you know, outlast you. That's what blue does. They outlast you. And this is a perfect card to do that. Hive Queen. Got kind of a centipede look going on to it. Is the 7 cost blob ship. 7 damage draw card. I'll take it. Allies for 3 damage. Double allies for 3 more damage. So this is a 13 point swing. All damage. Uh, with a draw ability, so I mean, there's not much to say about this card. It, it's gonna be good if you got a green deck. If you don't got a green deck, it's seven damage draw card is always welcome. Um, this is a this yeah, nothing too fancy about this card. It's pretty straightforward and uh, definitely works uh, extremely well in a green deck and pretty much anywhere else if need be. All right, the last four cards. We finally made it. This podcast is like an hour and a half long. Is that standard? I feel like that's too long. Okay, so first up, we got the Swarm Cluster, which is an eight-cost blob base. It does five damage base. It allies for three damage. Double allies for three more damage. Has an eight-shield non-outpost. That's the signature blob move right there, also seen with a uh, fleet HQ. But non-outpost, eight shield is huge. If you get a couple bases in front of this thing, this thing ain't going nowhere. And if you got blob bases or blob cards to ally with it, you are a damage train. But then again, it is an eight cost card. So if you are not blob heavy, uh, it's still pretty good. You know, five damage every turn uh, basically turns into a blob hive. Or whatever it's called. The one that draws blob cards for every blob card you play. Blobity blob blob. Um, it turns into a, that blob hive thing. But without the draw. It's just five damage every turn. Eight. Eight. Uh, oh, I think that... Is that is that eight health or is that seven health? Eight shield or seven shield? I can't remember. Anywho. Definitely something you probably buy if you're hev- more blob heavy. Um, if, if you had eight gold and you were not blob heavy, you might think twice before buying it. Um, certainly it's still going to help, but, uh, it's not going to have that kind of punch that an eight cost card should have if you're not blob heavy. The eight cost Imperial flagship. Seven damage, two cards, allied target player discards a card. That, oh my goodness. That might sell it for me. Blue-yellow. Blue-yellow for the win in this thing. Man, blue-yellow is so strong. If you can get an 8-cost card, you're drawing two cards. All the other yellow shit draws cards. Make them discard cards. Like, yellow is just... Mm, it's so good. It's so solid all around. There's only, like, what, like one or two tiers where I was like, man, the yellow kind of card is kind of not amazing, but it's okay. Other than that, every card is, like, amazing. I love yellow in this Frontiers uh, game. Um... Next up, we got the Trade Federation 8-cost base. It is called the Transit Nexus. Looks like a, um, a, um, it's just an upgraded version of, uh, the Seed, uh, or the Loyal, Loyal Colony. This thing does 3 damage, 4 trade, 5 authority. So, I kinda don't like this card. It's 6 shield, a non-outpost, which is decent, 
But for eight, for eight, here's what here's what my thoughts on eight are. Well, okay, if you I guess if you if you could get this thing early on, you know, you got a couple lucky draws with uh, you know some early blue cards. You know, obviously you're gonna pick this up. You're gonna get five authority, four gold, three damage every turn, and you know stack a base in front of it to, for extra defense. Um. Obviously, it's going to be good. You're getting four gold for free at the start of your turn. Uh, the thing is, like, if you have eight gold, you know, it is possible to get early on. Obviously, there's cards to do it. Um, but eight, eight gold is, like, not a guaranteed thing. It, it's a more certain thing, you know, later on in the game when you can draw cards, when you, you know, have um, stuff you can scrap out to gain trade. Uh so the fact that eight gold and one of the I think one of its selling factors is that it gives four gold, uh, four you know four trade. If you know if it's late to mid game, like four trade, what's that doing for you? If you have your machine going, if you you know have your deck going, four four trade, you know it, it's nice to have, but you're probably gonna be looking at a, a trade row of stuff you don't want because your deck already worked because you know it, it's mid to late game. Five authority, um, definitely, you know, no complaints there. Three damage is okay. It just seems, it's not a bad card by any means. I'm not saying it's a bad card. I'm saying for eight gold, I would have to think twice about whether I, how bad I want it. You know, there's, it's, it's not one of those eight cost, um, cards where it's like, yep, if that eight cost card shows up and I have to go, I'm always buying it, like, no matter what. This is one of those cards that's like, well, what, how does it fit into my deck? Do I still need the trade? Do I still, you know, do I have a lot of blue? Do I, it, it's very situational. Um, and and uh, it's just kind of middle of the pack. Yeah. And last, but certainly not least, um, this card getting a lot of buzz on the, on the feed, on the Star Realms feed. The Nanobot Swarm. It is a Machine Cult 8 cost ship. Five damage. Draw two cards. You may scrap up to two cards in your hand or discard pile. Obviously, this is being compared very similarly to the Ark. And for reasons which I've already listed in a previous post, I think Ark is still a better card. But Ark, as also everyone knows, is an overpowered piece of shit and should cost about 12,000 gold. Anywho, as far as Frontiers go, this is a this is a fine card. This is a great card. It's, it's, it's probably if this card were on the board, oh, if every one of these cards was on the board, uh, I'd probably almost always pick uh, Nanobot Swarm over any other card, unless I was super yellow heavy. I might go if I was yellow heavy and kind of leaned out, I would go Imperial Flagship. But given any other strategy and any other situation, I'd probably get Nanobot Swarmer just because it fits into every single deck, no matter what you're doing. Um, yeah. That's my thoughts on that. Uh, like I said, the only... It is by far the best 8-cost card in Frontiers. Um, well, yeah. By far, I don't know what to say by far, like, the, the rest are crap. But it's certainly better than the blue and the yellow. Or the blue and the green. Um, and... Uh, like I said, with the Imperial Flagship, um, seven damage, draw two, target player discards a card. You know, that's going to be a better card if you have a, a heavy set yellow deck and it's already pretty lean. Um, because, you know, discard, discard trumps all in the late game. If it gets to the late game and you're making your opponent discard three or four or five, you win. It's game over. Discard is the single strongest factor at any point. Um, well, 
given the fact that it has the ability to make an opponent discard their entire hand, thus rendering their hand useless. So, however long it takes you, it would take someone to get five yellows and pull five yellows. It's, a, I mean, it's the strongest. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm making my point. Especially late game, discard is crucial because every everyone has huge hands that can draw out and put up a ton of bases. But if you make them discard, you know, four cards or their entire hand, obviously they're not doing crap. So, in that in that situation. Uh, Imperial Flagship would be my go-to over Nanobot Swarm, but, you know, if it's kind of mid-late game-ish, and, you know, even if I am yellow, I don't have a lot of stuff discarded, I would still probably consider Nanobot Swarm, because it's going to scrap your hand out and make it better, and it's always draw two, so that is always welcome! And that does it, folks! Uh, That was a lot longer than I had intended, or I planned, or I had thought that would go on. I talked for an hour and 40 minutes. I didn't think I could do it. Um, If anyone listened to this entire thing, kudos to you. I appreciate it. That is awesome. Tell me what you think. Message me. Start a post on the Star Realms Facebook board. Do whatever, you know. uh, I don't know how this app works, if you can leave comments after it, or whatever you want to do. Like I said... Call me on the phone, send me a text, a pigeon. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you had any discrepancies. I'm sure you do. I'm not perfect. I don't have the perfect mind, mindset or eyesight or mindset, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is just my, at a first glance, looking at these cards, having never used them, never played them, just kind of mentally playing with them in my mind, how I think these cards would work out uh, in a real game situation. But yeah, that was, guys, that was my very first podcast, very first Star Realms, anything first podcast ever. I hope you enjoyed it. I thank you for listening in, and who knows, maybe I'll do some more. Maybe, uh, definitely, if I do, maybe I'll make it a little shorter, a little more to the point. But uh, I had a lot of fun, and if you listened and had fun too, then good on you. Um, thank you for listening, and I appreciate all of you. Have a great night. Bye. This is The Void, signing off.